Welcome to Incubator by Planet Ant Podcasts. My name is Mike McGettigan, executive producer of the network. At Planet Ant, we pride ourselves on exploring new talent and bringing new voices to the stage. So we're bringing that to the world of podcasting. We'll regularly feature six-episode short-run series commissioned exclusively for the Incubator podcast. Some of these might become full-run podcasts of their own, and some might just stay within what we're doing here. Incubator. Stick around. You might like what's next. This show's called Embrace Yourself. Introduce yourselves now, would you? This is Laura Antonio, and here's the fucking deal. You should know that we're not trained experts on the things we say about humor. This woman was very dumb to me one time, and she, uh, while she was very dumb to me, she called me a psycho. Um, this is all happening during National Mental Health Awareness Month. <laughs> so I just want to thank Amy for making me aware. I'm assuming I'm being heard and yeah. <laughs> my voice is registering with the people. Keep doing it. Is it or is it not? I think it is registering. Okay. I like speaking through this little, is it like a spit collector? Yeah. I mean, is that really <laughs> yeah. what we're doing? It's here to collect spit. But I would imagine that that cuts down on like the mouth noises. It is. It's for the popping of the peas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The possible, possible, pa. Well, I mean, that might hinder us considering that would... P-popping was the first episode's name. Yeah, I mean, so, that was the topic. I might take these off. Okay. Are they... They're kind of just like, I think, now that we're set up... I'm going to see what happens when I take mine off. Okay. Whoa. I think now that we're set up, we can just do the thing. Do the damn thing. We can just do the damn thing. Yeah. So this is uh, episode one. Yep. This is... Of Embrace Yourself. W-H-Y-Y Studios in Philadelphia. You're click and clack the Tappet Brothers. Yep. Um, Terry, she gave us the keys. She let us in. I got a tip for you. Don't drive like my brother. <laughs> Don't drive like my brother. <laughs> See because you next he's time. Dead. Wait, I'm sorry. I assumed you were the dead one. That See ya. <laughs> not fair. <laughs> or I'm talking to you from beyond something. Well, I mean, Car Talk does that. Do they? Yeah, because they, brought, they still play oh, yeah, it all okay. the time. They don't, like, pretend, like... I wish Click they is, is talking to Clack from heaven. No, I wish this or were Or hell. Like a, I don't know if they're good or bad people. Weekend at Auto Bernie's. Like, I wouldn't thing. be surprised if it came out that, like, Click and or Clack were, like, in, engulfed in some pedophilia ring or something. Wow. I think that's you know? taking it a little bit far. Do you? From, from what I can tell, the okay. men at NPR are engaged in the same level of normal heinous <laughs> against adult women stuff. Oh, okay. So Got that's it. not. All right. Yeah. You okay. know, sexual harassment and the like, but not. <laughs> We don't need to get the kids involved. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Okay. We, let's keep religion I'm out of this. So, I'm sorry. All right. Thanks for having me, Sunil. I yeah. don't know the way this table is set up. I just this feel is, like... Uh, you're my guest yes. in this place that neither of us own. Live from right. Planet Ant Studios. Which I think we should, we should describe this for people. Okay. It's Planet Ant Podcast Studios. One wall, like the entire wall is a fish tank, which... I'm wondering if they spent a lot of their budget on that because I don't want to tell them how to do things, but I think that was putting the fish tank before the horse a little bit. Yeah, and this table is really cheap. So it's, it's like they it's probably... It's an Ikea table and a yeah. shark tank, so it's a little disturbing. Did you see the bathroom, though? It's nice. It's very nice. It's very nice. The, I Lush. Would, do you think it's gold-plated, or do you think I it's... I think it 
played it. Okay. I don't know that they could have afforded full, solid gold. Right. I think that's probably why the heat's not on in here, though. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. I will say, for those of you who aren't rich, solid gold toilet seats, very cold. Colder than I thought it would be. Get your own <laughs> podcast here, everybody. I don't know. All right. Hi, I'm Sunil. This is uh, Laura. That is me. This is episode one of our new podcast yep. called Embrace Yourself. It's, uh, we don't have a tagline. I'm calling it a funny mental health podcast. And I'm calling it a walkthrough meditative state of denial. Okay. So, I mean, we're still They're playing with similar. it. They're similar. So today's topic is, is humor. It is. How are you feeling? Are you feeling funny right now? Yes. Aren't you doing a show later? I sure am. In a couple hours, in fact, I am doing a show. So, I mean, it helps that I feel funny all the time. Yeah, it does. Yeah, my esteem is always, always extremely on. high. I'm always feeling very confident in we're my choices. About, we're going to talk about we some of that. We got this. Yeah. yeah. So, Actually, it's are you nice feeling funny? You no. Um, <laughs> Can we take this off mic for well, a second? Let's just say, okay, so we're, Laura's a, a very good stand-up comic in the area. I, Did you stutter over comic because you weren't sure whether to call me a comic or a comedian? Or comedian? An or N. Or a cosmic entity? One Maybe of you them. Were thinking that. Yeah. That's fine. Cosmo, yeah. I uh, go by all Cosmic. Of them. But yeah, so comic, stand-up comic. That's, I, I, I've done the stand-up comedy. And he's been there, done in that. In town, and I'm like, oh, I'm sick of that shit. I mastered that. Right. It's like, I'm I don't done. care for it. So now I'm doing this. Um, yep, and I'm also doing <laughs> she's this. She's doing this, too. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, funny mental health podcast. I, I guess we're going to cover topics. The topic today is humor. And we're going to cover it from start to finish. We're going to start, yeah, from beginning to end. So I've done a little research on the psychology of humor, I guess. Mm-hmm. Humor and what it, what's happening in the brain. Sunil <laughs> was doing hand motions around his head. Yeah, kind like, of as a, I needed to. Yeah, I want you guys to think about, like. Hands about half a foot away from the head, massaging his brain. My brain. Yeah, just so you know what's happening here. A lot, yeah. a lot of, uh, yeah, movement. So just, I'm gonna try to. So every, I think every episode will have like a little research piece that either one of us will read. That's right. I'm gonna read this thing. I'm calling it the abstract of abstracts because it's coming from perhaps multiple articles, but I put it together into one thing. I was hoping you called it that because it was like, now hold on to your horses. This is the abstract this of abstracts. This is the abstract of abstracts. Let's pretend it's both. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I've been told, you know, I'm pretty self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I like I to concur. make fun of myself. You concur yes. that I am? Yes, yeah. definitely. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so I was just kind of reading about what that, what that means and the general um, consensus is mm-hmm. the... The general feeling is that it's like bad for you. Like right. it means it's a sign of low self-esteem. Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's uh, uh, you don't like yourself, all that shit. That's very. That's that's the common wisdom. Sure. So, I was trying to look into that, but then I found this article about hey, there's different kinds of self-deprecating humor. So let me just. I'm going to start reading this. Frequent use of self-deprecating humor has been linked to a better overall psychological well-being a study has discovered. When you hear someone making fun of themselves, you would usually assume that they're doing so to conceal their insecurities. However, a recent study has found that the opposite may be the case, that making yourself the butt of your jokes actually demonstrates greater levels of happiness and self-assurance. So that you're confident enough to make fun of yourself, Mm -hmm. but 
even then that's broken down into it could be self-enhancing humor or self-defeating humor. So I'm going to read these two descriptions. Self-enhancing, this is being able to laugh at yourself, such as making a joke when something bad has happened to you. Trying to find the humor in everyday situations. Apparently Jon Stewart, by saying things like, maybe I just don't understand, or I'm not the brightest guy. Are those... So that embodies this particular... That's what they're telling me. And what was this humor type again? Self-enhancing. Self-enhancing. So this is like... Okay, You think that John loves himself, but is just not grasping the information, mm-hmm. okay. I guess. So then sure. you're self-defeating. Okay. Putting yourself down in aggressive or poor me fashion is called self-defeating humor. The late comedian Rodney Dangerfield would be an example. I don't get no respect. I was an ugly baby. Psychologically, this can be an unhealthy form of humor. Mm. And it's sometimes used by targets of bullies to try to avoid attacks, making oneself the butt of the joke before others put you down. I've done that. Sure. For sure, in yeah. school. Um, what do you think about all that? We, and we, there's a thing we did after that, but... So those are the two types of what humor again? I just want to make sure we're following. Self-deprecating humor. So both self-enhancing and self... What was the uh, other one? Defeating. Okay, so enhancing and defeating. Yeah. Okay, now, okay. Yeah. I would say that particularly defeating would be a defense mechanism for sure and a survival tactic yeah so i would say just about anybody who feels like or at any point felt like the odd person out that that would probably be something you'd hone quite early yeah but because i mean if you think about it when you're doing that type of humor essentially what are you saying to the person that you're talking to i'm not threatening i'm not i'm not going to yeah. I'm not stirring the pot, you know? So or, like, I've like, already done your job for you. Exactly. I already kicked my own ass. That's what you I mean. Know? It's like, like you're hey. basically rolling over on your back. Yeah. You're like, hey, hey. Hey, I'm good. Don't. Uncle. Yeah, Totally. Stop. Well, at the same time, hopefully ingratiating yourself in some way. Yeah. Like, and look, yeah. And so let me tell you. I would say you, that doesn't I, feel good. <laughs> I have felt very out of place in many, many a situation, starting from school. Like yeah. Early in school, being the only... I remember as a, I don't want to say a little kid, kid, but fifth grader, sixth grader, around that time, because I would say that that's when I particularly felt the most, like, awkward. I remember making those kinds of comments, like, someone would be like, I want to work with someone on this project who's stupid, and I'd be like, oh, you should pick me, you know, even though I never (laughs) thought I was stupid. Yeah. But I was really quick to be like, oh, I'm an idiot. Why would anyone want that, though? Right. But I felt like this is a way for me to be, you know... So they were joking. They were kind of joking, but I was like, you know, raising my hand, Uh like, I'm the dumb one. I'll do it. Like, isn't this hilarious that I am offering myself up as stupid and make, you know. And and you are. No, I was like, Sunil, it's your turn. JK Rowling or whatever. No, don't bring her up. I hear that she's got anti trans issues. I've heard that too. Thanks a lot for ruining Harry Potter. I'm going to bring up all the hot button issues today on yeah. Car Talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what was the other kind of humor again? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I so sh- then there's... So I there's, should have notes in front yeah, of me. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm so then I didn't read these two. There's affiliative humor mm-hmm. and aggressive humor. Ah, so okay, okay. Affiliative, this involves telling jokes about things that everyone might find funny. Mm-hmm. The goal is to use humor to bring people together, to find the humor in everyday life. Mm-hmm. The types of jokes told by comedians like Jerry Seinfeld 
that focus on the comedy in everyday life represent this sort of humor? Mm-hmm. I guess it does. Yeah. Seinfeld, eh. All right. I think it has more to do with a bass guitar sound. It does. Mm-hmm. The bong, bong, bong. A little bit of bass popping. Who can't relate? Okay, so then the opposite of affiliative humor is aggressive humor. This involves put-downs or insults targeted towards individuals. This is the humor that is used more by more aggressive comedians, the put-down artists such as Don Rickles or the late Joan Rivers. Well... Also, the late Don Rickles. That's true. It, yeah. Yeah. I they're guess both this was dead. Written before Don Rickles died. That's misogynistic that they pointed out that Joan was dead. <laughs> yeah. Don gets to live on immortally. Fuck you. He does. He does. No, Joan's better. I bought it. Huh, I, I saw I, Joan Rivers. Oh, you did? Yeah. It was just a couple years before she died. She was playing that weird place in Warren. Was it? What is oh, that place yeah. called? Where like comedians Salvatore. and Salvatore. No. It's like a big Italian restaurant mm. slash banquet hall. Yeah, I can't remember yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like Salva- Scalpini or something. Old, like. old comedians and then bands like Strawberry Alarm Clock. Yeah, there. <laughs> like, that's you know. insane. <laughs> like, why? Like, the lead singer of the third incarnation of Leonard Skinner's 1982 tour. Like, that's who <laughs> plays there. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was one- wonderful. I was so excited to see her that I forgot to close the door to our car. And when we got back out to the co- to car. To her car. To our car. Oh, when we got car. to the show, we parked in a remote parking lot so we wouldn't have to pay. And then I left the passenger door to our car open for the entire show. That is hilarious. Yeah. When and we got back to the car, car I was fine. like, someone broke in. And I was like, nope, nope. That was just my excitement about seeing Joan Rivers. I was like, there's no time. Luckily. Yeah. So was the dome light on? No. No, no, we're okay. very lucky that so the car started. So the battery started didn't and... die. Nope. So my Subaru, I leave the headlights on accidentally when I get home at, at in the evening mm. and turn off the car. Most cars would, the lights would stay on, right? Wouldn't that, like, kill the battery? I would think so. My car is smart then because mm-hmm. it doesn't do that. Mm. And you have a, you drive a Subaru as I do. well. I don't, I don't know its IQ. We cannot, it's probably not as smart as Car Talk, sponsored by Subaru. Yeah, this is yeah. Click and Clack. Click and Clack. Brothers, I hope you been paying attention. W-H-Y-Y in Philadelphia. Here One of us go. is dead and the other sees dead people. So, where were we? Okay, so affiliative humor. So, you want... So, we took this test. There's oh, this yeah. test called... It's called the humor... What the fuck is it called? It's That's called, the name of it. That's the summit. humor styles questionnaire. Sunil sent this to me. The yeah. humor styles questionnaire. So, I also got a, a smattering. I got 13 people total to take the test. I didn't on, realize that. On Facebook, and I've made a chart here. Wonderful. I have so no So, I'm just going to talk about okay. the results of what that's about. So, the first two topics we talked about, self-enhancing and self-defeating. Obviously, what's your guess? I'm going to have the more self-defeating yes, humor that would be than you, guess. and I that's correct. Mm-hmm. Among the 13 people I had take the test, I'm slightly above average. Meaning more self-defeating? Than the general okay. 13, mm-hmm. I guess. And you're well below. <laughs> well, well, well. Well below. You're 21 out of 56. So this this range is 8 to 56. You know, your typical Your typical scale. 8 to 56 Fahrenheit Celsius yep. psychological scale. This is a Canadian study. It's metric. Yep. Yeah. So okay. follow along. 56. So you're 21 on that, and I'm a 35. So we got a big, uh, kind of a big gap there. For the self-defeating. For self-defeating. Okay. For self-enhancing... What's your guess there? I, um, who's higher, me yeah. or you? I would be higher, for sure. By, like, a lot. Okay. The way you said that was leading, so I'm going to go with it. <laughs> you're way above average, yeah. and I'm average. 41, and you're at 50. Which is, like, the highest you can get. 56 is the highest you can get. 
But subtract six and you've got the highest score. Yeah, those six get. are extra credit points That's right. anyway. That's right. But that is still alarmingly high if we're looking at an eight to 56 scale. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't, see, I don't, I don't even really buy that I'm 35 of a self-defeating humor. But I don't I guess know, this all seems very scientific. This te- so. Well, you know who made the test? Oh, I'm supposed to cite... Doogie Hauser. It's, uh, no. you can use the HSQ scale, the eight to 56 scale. As long as you acknowledge and cite the paper by Rod Martin and colleagues. Martin, R.A., Pulik, Doris. Do I have to say all this? 2003, Individual Differences in Uses of Humor and Their Relation to Psychological Well-Being, Development of the Humor Styles Questionnaire, Journal of Research in Personality. Okay, does it give us some context so we can ask about why is the scale 8 to 56? Yeah, I don't know. It's like they give you two points for You can each use the scale. Don't ask any questions. Category. Just so, quote us. So, okay, so they're, that anyway. kind of jived, right, with what we would think. Absolutely it would. How yeah. about your affiliative, your, the humor that, your Jerry Seinfeld type humor that makes you well-liked by everybody? Oh, that's not the one that's really high? I thought that was Affi- the uh, that we, we just talked about. No, there's the affiliative versus aggressive. Got it, where we okay. we talked about the... I, affiliative humor is my bag. It is. So I am the Jerry Seinfeld of affiliative humor. You I'm know not, what? though, because he is. You got a 56 on that one. Ding, ding, Max, ding, ding, that's ding. the maximum. Yep. Yeah. and that's I'm max a, affiliative. And there's a very small, like, range on that one. I'm 53, which is which aligns with average yeah. among our group here. These are, by the way, these are a various... There's some comedians in here. There's some improvisers here. A couple celebrities. A couple celebrities. They I ask can't not to be named. say who. But they live in Los Angeles. Uh, a couple homeless people and my dad. No, my dad's not. No homeless people either. No. No. Although the celebrities are also homeless people that we asked. So <laughs> they're researching a role. So anyway, you're doing, it's So you're doing real well on the affiliative humor. That I doesn't love. surprise me. I, yeah. And then um, on the aggressive humor, what, what, where do you think you stand on I aggression? would say I am like kitten level aggression. You're 28, okay. so you're like half. Okay, so I'm like a, an adolescent cheetah. Which is below average. And okay. then I'm a 36, which is above average. Okay, well, you're very aggressive. Am I, though? Yeah. Yeah? yeah I mean, I just flinched. <laughs> you, you turned my way. I, you turned I, the page, and I was like, oh, oh no. Oh. It's just Sunil turning the page. I thought he was lashing out. paper. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm so jumpy around you, because so of the like, aggression. So a guy I know, I, I'm not going to name names, but like, there's a guy I know, he maxed out on like the aggression. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how is that even possible? But That was Keanu Reeves. It was. It was. He's Which got, makes he's sense. He's got a real anger problem. Yeah, those he's red pills. Aggressive. I don't know. I never. So I guess the movie. best kind of humor would be to mix a, mix a Jerry Seinfeld with like a... Um, John Stewart. According to this paper that you'll only references well one liked. woman who's dead, yes. You'll, you're well, you'd be well-liked by a lot of, a wide cross-section of people. I'm well-liked by all. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, no. <laughs> the numbers show it. That's right. The I numbers mean, show it. The 8 to 39 scale doesn't lie. <laughs> the 8 to, 30, <laughs> 8 to 56. I'm really popular um, with the age range 8 to 39. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's, that's that study. Um, I feel like the only way I talk to people is through affiliative humor. Yeah, same. Like, I just don't really feel like I know a better way to do it. Because like, when you don't know somebody, it's just kind of like, right. well, hey, let's make a comment about a thing. Ha-ha, we're both in this situation. Exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 So I think, that and then I get real aggro. I get real aggressive with <laughs> when you're that. at home. You're like, no more no. fucking affiliative humor. I'm yeah. gonna go 
troll <laughs> on the internet and be aggressive. And then I go on the Donald on Reddit and yep. spew all kinds of anti-Semitism. All kinds. All kinds? All kinds. Wow, I didn't really realize there were tons of from different up, kinds. From down, from right, from left, oh, all kinds. okay. Yeah, that leftist... Yeah, so I mean, okay, so then the worst kind of comedian you could maybe be is a Don Rickles, Rodney Dangerfield. But by worst kind, I mean, you just named two people that were wildly successful. The best of their category. Right, I mean, and if you think about it, a lot of the most famous comedians still are like that. I mean, Andrew Dice Clay kind of counts, even though, like... He's aggressive. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't really, he's not really around as much anymore or whatever, but... But he's also self-enhancing, because he's always talking about, like, his sexual prowess and stuff, right? I thought you were going to say his sexual preference. I was oh. like, yeah, that's manly. I'm straight, I'm manly. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, Those are my preferences. I don't I, know. Yeah, no, his sexual prowess. I think, right? Doesn't he? I don't know. I mean, it talks about his cock. I think. I kind of feel of like Dickery Doc, I where know. my age was when he came around. There was literally never a point where I was going to relate to him or have interest in his humor. Well, no. So. I mean, did you ever like leather jackets? No. Did you ever smoke cigarettes? No. Then no. What business do you have? You have with no Andrew business. Dice Clay. None. Unless you're authentically wearing a leather jacket, don't you listen to him? I smoke cigarettes, so. So you were like, oh, and hey, put the oh, on. <laughs> and then I grabbed my crotch and then I wow. stubbed out my cigarette butt. See, yeah, none of this as a child. Was, yeah, I wasn't doing that was me when I was nine. It was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, aggressive. In <laughs> early age. <laughs> not relatable to my peers no, at all. Definitely no, not. They're like, what? What? If you think about like comedians in general, like when people like talk about comedians, they typically are like, well, comedians, there's a lot of mental health issues, like a lot of, you know, still waters run deep kind of stuff about, you know, many a famous comedian who's come to an insanely sad and tragic end and so I do, I mean, even in the local scene that I've been involved in, I've seen people do all kinds of self-destructive and scary stuff. And oh, sure. Who have many an unchecked mental health issue. I mean, myself included, for much of the time I was doing stand-up, yeah. I was like, I'm not really dealing with my problems, I'm just going to write jokes about them. Sure. And not to say that that's not helpful, but I do think yeah. being cognizant of how you use humor in your life can definitely change how you deal with your own mental health. And I think that's why I don't really tell self-depreciating jokes very much anymore. It's deprecating, but that's okay. It's not okay, because you cut in to tell me that, so it's apparently... This is what I'm talking about with this the is, aggression. We don't know about each <laughs> other's <laughs> hosting style. This is... this. So by the way, this is the first time I've ever co-hosted anything, so if I'm being a little aggressive, yeah. I apologize. Yeah. And this is the first time I've ever spoken. <laughs> so... So, but that's one of my pet peeves, people saying depreciating instead really? of deprecating. Yeah. Okay, self-deprecating. Yeah. Self-depreciating. There's what? no I in yeah, there. It's it, hating. So self-depreciating would be like, you're just losing money fast. Yeah, yeah. You're like, walking down the street. My like, car, my car is self-depreciating. Like change is just falling out of your pocket. The second you know, I drove okay. it off the lot, it was self-depreciating itself. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, my point being, self-deprecating humor, even if in the short term it gives you a little bit of a like, relief, because you've avoided some kind of potential aggression, like, hey, look at me, I'm being a scumbag to myself, so you yeah. don't have to, in the end, clearly is not healthy. It's not healthy if that's the only... I think way, it's, it it's says, like, hey, I'm go. internalizing these things about myself. I mean, really, that's what you're yeah. saying. So. so to get, like, uh, so I, my heyday with stand-up in this area was, like, late 2017 to late 2018. It was that a heyday. Was, 
right? Mm-hmm. I was I did like it was a bunch the halcyon of, days. I, is that is that I did the right so word? So many. <laughs> that's correct. Okay. The halcyon days. <laughs> the salad days. That's one of my least favorite expressions on me the planet. Me too. What, what does that fuck? even mean? There's. I mean, who looks back on days and goes, mm, refreshing mm, lettuce, lettuce with some romaine? Yeah, fuck you and your salad days. Dressings. No one didn't hate themselves during their salad days. Is my point. <laughs> Anyhow, but anyway, so I digress. I, I did I did it kind of hardcore for like a hardcore in my opinion, having like a forty five hour a week career and just like right. not really liking being on stage that much. That is, yeah. Um, but that year, I was like a year into sobriety. I stopped drinking, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, okay, so I'm gonna write some jokes about this. So I had some jokes about getting sober mm-hmm. and how hard it was to do comedy starting up again while sober and and that stuff so that really that really helps just to have other people kind of laugh at um my frustration with Mm -hmm. um how different my life is now and how differently i'm able to deal with things like i can't just um drink it away right yeah yeah i gotta talk about it and go to therapy and write some jokes about it perhaps but yeah I do find writing about tough things to be very helpful. Mm-hmm. I think for me, a lot of it was thinking, oh, but if I just write jokes about it, then I'm, I've done it. I have dealt with it. You know what I mean? Which is not the same thing. I do think it's helpful because it's an outlet for like your feelings and processing. Sure. But it's not the same thing as like, oh, I have like therapeutically gone through this topic and issue in my life and ironed it out so that it's not running behind me the whole time. It's not the same thing. You're basically just no, it's not. running away from these problems. But you're like, but I made a funny joke about you. Why do you keep showing up? But the other thing, too, is with stand-up, you have to repeat yourself so many times. Mm-hmm. So you're just repeating the same, like, traumatic thing yes. over and over again. It does seem like... But so, like, this is kind of like with journaling. Like, I'll journal. I cannot. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's I tough. Can't. I did it today just to... Kind of to get psyched about this because I had some things I just wanted to clear my head and like let's <laughs> yeah, get let's yeah. get psyched to do this. If somebody said, Laura, I know you're nervous about doing your podcast later. Maybe to psych yourself up, you should do some journaling. <laughs> I would probably have quit. I'd be like, I'm not even doing the podcast. Take this pencil. I'm gonna stab myself with it. <laughs> like I would not be. Ugh, I just can't do it. I don't All know right, why. I'm sorry I'm that I that, even brought it up. I'm glad that you can. It's clearly triggering for me. Well. But. So my, yeah, I mean, it's really just, I send emails to myself. Nice. And they're very short, and I, then I file them away into, a separate, like, a journal folder. This is how I would expect you to journal. Yeah. Yep. It's not a book or anything. Nope. You can't steal it. Damn it. You can't, like, unlock my diary and read my deepest, darkest secrets. Nope. Nope. You just need my Google password. That's right. <laughs> Which is? Oh, I almost tricked him to giving it away. Oh, the I phone. almost said the first letter. Neil's too smart Number. for us. Uh, exclamation. Oh, fuck. Great. It's one, two, three, passport. It's so, <laughs> passport, did you say? Yeah, one, two, three, passport, because okay. no one expects that. They think <laughs> it's going to be password. No true. one goes, I bet it's passport. That's true. Mm. That's true. Gotcha. Yeah. You yeah. guys can use that if you want. <laughs> Anyhow. So, yeah, I mean, this format seems, uh, I like this. I think this is a good thing. <laughs> this is episode one. Sunil likes it. Uh, what do you think? I like it. Are we going to do this again? Absolutely. We're going to do five more at least. Yeah. And plus, I want to see how big this baby hammerhead gets because this... Oh, yeah. I don't know how fast they grow, but... They... I've heard fast. 
Okay. We'll They're going to need a bigger cage. I, well, we'll cage. see. I don't think that's going to work. Tank. Yeah, there's a reason you're not in charge of this I was quoting tank, Jaws, really. But I someone really, is, because who's kinda, feeding this guy? Uh, I think it was the person who let us in. Okay. Yeah. Well, hope she gets back here. She looked like a fish, fish Did you have, person. like, a hammerhead for dummies book under she her? She did, and, okay. like, a big bucket of chum. I, good. Yeah. Because that's what I'm guessing. Maybe. She just walked up to the door with this big bucket of guts. Yeah. And then just unlocked the door for me and walked away with the guts. I do think it's weird to have such a huge, huge container of water this close to this much electrical equipment. It's odd. But, again, I'm not trying to judge the space. I like where they're going with it. Yeah, I mean, get a better table, guys. Definitely. This is bullshit. All right. Cool. I think that's where we're at. It's been really fun. For now, this is cool. Yeah, it's fun. Um, thanks for and listening. I are hopefully, glad you listened to us. Hopefully, this turns into something that people actually listen to. That would be during their halcyon salad days. That's what I'm hoping. All right. May you all have halcyon salad days with Valerie all Sinatis. the time. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's a red one. 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 That's a red one.